I was going to mention, if anyone would like to move closer to where the speaker is, that might be helpful also. of these muscles 
relaxing. And feel the relaxation spread to the facial muscles. Try to see if you're holding tension in part of our baseline habit. Maybe ability to hold a facial expression for the world to see. Right here, right now. There's no need to do that. And allow, allow the tension to melt away. And feel the facial muscle relaxing.
心脏的病，心脏很安静。You can trust that this gaseous structure can hold up the body, and these muscles do not need to work so hard. Feel the relaxation spread down to the thigh muscles. Allow, allowing the tension in these muscles to melt away.
blocks our ability to experience our ourself as it is in the present moment, which really is a flow. Moment after moment after moment, we are experiencing the self is constantly changing, and it has to do with how the self is constituted moment after moment. And um, to what we often experience is more like this. We have this um, idea of ourselves. Um, now we come up with this idea of ourselves um, well, very often by taking a snapshot that get us to create this idea of ourselves. Just follow along, think about how you come up with your idea of who you are. So, um, uh, maybe there, it was uh, some time ago, maybe many years ago, many years ago, uh, that you had this experience of yourself as like, that's me. It may have something to do with your um, physical, uh, experience. So it's really energetic, you know, really, like, feel really good, and uh, or being, feeling very athletic for some people, and like, that's me. So take a snapshot from that moment. <laughs> that, that's me. Okay. And what happened is that um, every moment of our self, we are Instead of just allowing ourselves to be in the present moment, emerging uh, experience of the self in that moment, we are holding up that idea of me that we have taken a snapshot of. Whatever it is, is this athletic young self, <laughs> or this this like uh, really um, you know very. In control, knowing what's going on. Yeah, this idea of who you are, who you, and then who you're supposed to be. And this moment, if you're feeling tired, you know, feeling a little lack of energy, um, it's like when you compare the present moment experience of yourself with this idea of who you are, it's not going to. that exact uh, image you have in your mind. So that is what dukkha is. If you remember the meaning of dukkha, is whatever is happening in the present moment is not good enough. Something's wrong. Dukkha, um, often translated as suffering, is really this experience of unsatisfactoriness. Mm -hmm. There's really nothing wrong with the present moment experience of you, except that you are comparing it against this idea of what yourself is supposed to be like. Maybe this idea came from a snapshot that you taken years ago. And uh, I hear people talk about it all the time. Like, oh, it's like I'm getting old. I just kind of cannot remember things, and it's like, well, what what 
names, but it's like, oh, it's like, because then you're, you're comparing the present moment experience of yourself with some imaginal long ago uh, <laughs> experience that you have frozen in time. That, that's how I'm supposed to be. You know, I really like to think and you know, respond really quickly, remember everybody's name, and da da da. That's me. And so, so the present moment stuff is not okay. Something's wrong. It's defective. And all of that is dukkha, suffering. And that's why um, when we do not, do not have the right view, have the uh, accurate mm. understanding of the true nature of self, suffering, that's the cause of suffering. That's part of the fundamental ignorance, one of the vexations is the fundamental ignorance, lack of clarity. Ignorance is lack of clarity of the true nature of self. And um, so uh, take us through the, what this means to break it down a little bit for us. Because we usually don't think about ourselves this way. We usually think about ourselves in terms of our identity, like our world. It's like I'm a parent, or I'm a professor, or I'm a, I'm a sibling, and all that stuff. And, um, and if you um, have recited the Heart Sutra, you might remember the very first sentence when the Bodhisattva Avalokiteshvara was quoting in the deep Prajna Paramita. All my skandhas are empty, thereby transcending all suffering. <laughs> the rest of the sutra just <laughs> elaborate this whole sentence. That's the topic sentence of those sutra. Mm-hmm. All you need to do is remember this <coughs> sentence. And um, the key is to uh, understand what the what it meant by the five skandhas being empty. Five skandhas referring to the self. Five skandhas is the Buddha's way of breaking down the uh, the components of the self. Like skandha really means heaps. So basically it's this coming together of the five skandhas that makes the self. Except that this heap is changing moment to moment. So it's not like this heap is you. It's like that fixed everywhere. That's not what it means. That's why it's by calling in the deep Prajnapamita, you perceive that all five skandhas are empty. It's not like a fixed, it's not like a ball of skandhas that's fixed. That means it's actually moment to moment coming together of these five skandhas. What are the five skandhas? The five skandhas, the first one's the form. Um, so when you think about like our forms, like our body, and we think of our body. And uh, we have a tendency to think that this body, that this is me, is pretty fixed. Well, you just need to take a second to think about how fixed it is. Is your body the same body now compared to the one before your dinner? You put something in your body after dinner. So is the food you put in your body part of your body now? Is there some form 
not become all of your body. So is, it your, is your body the same body? So, and that's the obvious thing. Moment after moment, you're breathing air. Inhaling, exhaling. Particle that was in your body, now it's in my body. So, like, where does my body begin and yours end? So, actually, what, comp what comprises of our body? Constantly, constantly changing. If you just take a moment to contemplate that. And the other four standards have to do with different aspects of the mind. So, for example, the next one, sensations. That's what you just practice. So you just clear awareness of the changing sensations of the body. And you were experiencing changing sensations of the, the tactile sensations. The body breathing. And right now, um, you might be seeing different visual objects that was not in front of your eyes an hour ago. So now this visual sensation is part of your experience of yourself now. And it's going to be gone in no time. So uh, these sensations are the, that you're experiencing, the coming together of these causes and conditions. The, you need to have light, you need to have these objects around for you to experience this visual sensations. So this aspect of your uh, experience of yourself, you can see, is impermanent, is the coming together of these different causes and conditions. That's what empty means. It doesn't mean that it's not there. The things that you see is there. You see it. Notice that, you know, like you notice this thought arising, and maybe you kind of feel a little 
the, the mental part of it. It's like, okay, like so this, I get it. I can see that that's no, that that's that's changing. But like my idea, that's mine. That's that's mine. And um, wow, if you really um, look into your ideas or your beliefs, where do they come from? Well, your beliefs are the coming together of many causes and conditions. The people you talk to. Born with those beliefs, before you could read anything. You just worry about when mom is going to feed me next that time. So, as we um, move along in life, we encounter different information and ideas, and then um, depending on how we encounter them, we, some of these beliefs stick in our mind. But without paying attention to how and the coming together of these causes and conditions, we have this idea that that's that that is part of me, that is permanent. All you need to do is to notice how some of the things that you used to really believe in, you don't believe in so strongly anymore. Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Oh, yes, that's that's a good example, right? So. <laughs> understanding, have a conceptual understanding 
you'll be able to kind of see how you actually experience this in your in your life. So, um, for example, some for those of you who have uh, done some meditation for some years, you may have the you may have the experience of like, oh, I meditate, it's so calm, so calm, like very peaceful, very calm. It's like, oh, that is myself. That is how myself is supposed to be. That's my true self, or that's how I am. So, or you are, that's what I mean by you take a snapshot like you take your phone out, and that's the moment, that's, that's the me that I, I like <laughs> to be here all the time. That's the version of the self I, sh I should be. That's the one I ordered from the cat. <laughs> <laughs> However you think about it, like, that's how it's supposed to be. We get these ideas, you know, so that's how, how, how myself is supposed to be. Every moment you're like, 
called the experience. When you experience yourself in a very different set of causes and conditions, instead of seeing that you right now the presence of the causes and conditions very different, very different. And when you are in a very stressful situation or actually um, actually a situation where someone's actually really quite uh, annoying, and uh, you feel a little annoyed, that seems pretty human to me. And then, uh, but you're beating yourself up telling yourself, what's wrong with me? Then you're just adding more aversion. You say, oh, yeah, I'm getting a little annoyed by this annoying person. Okay. And, but, and this is the present moment, causes and conditions, present moment experience. People thinking that I'm a permanently annoyed person. Instead of allowing yourself to see that, yeah, you know, sometimes, sometimes. 
allow ourselves to fully experience ourselves as it is moment after moment, instead of being stuck with a fixed label of who we are. And that is what I mean by perceiving, perceiving that the five skandhas are empty, seeing, uh, realizing, understanding the true nature of self being. It is not a fixed entity. And what we tend to attach to is that fixed idea of, of, our, of ourselves. And so uh, I, I hope this gives you a little bit of idea of uh, a conceptual understanding of no self. And I told Dave that what I'm going to do is to let you have a break. Uh, and allow it to sort of sink.